If you've been listening to the show, or if you're just a living, breathing person in the 21st century, odds are that you're a perfectionist. But did you know that there are three different types of perfectionism? After working with perfectionists for the past two years and being one myself for uh, longer than that, I would have to be an ostrich with my head stuck deep in the sand to not realize that there are different styles of perfectionism, each one with their own self-sabotaging patterns. To find out which perfectionist type you are, plus learn helpful next steps that will get you out of those patterns of self-destruction, take the free quiz by following the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Now onto the episode. To pursue your goals is no easy feat. And a lot of the times perfectionists, we demand this like high expectation of ourselves or we demand, (laughs) spoil, perfection, (laughs) we demand perfection of ourselves on the first try and it can get really intimidating, it can get super overwhelming and it makes us not want to follow through on even step one. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Man, I'm happy to happy to be here and happy to be talking to you guys. I know these episodes come out every week, but sometimes I batch them a little bit early and then they trickle out over the coming weeks. And wow, I'm happy to I'm happy to be back here talking with you, friends. Um, Today we're talking about probably one of my favorite subjects on the face of the planet, which is achieving your goals. But I wanted to share with you guys three hacks that I have when it comes to achieving your goals and to, by George, make them easier because we make life so hard for ourselves as perfectionists. And one of the things I learned when I was really starting to dive into my recovering perfectionist journey was that life doesn't need to be so goddamn hard. <laughs> and so I, I'm really excited to share these with you guys, and I hope you find them really helpful. But before we dive into the meat, we of course have some segments, which is how did I get in my own way and what is a goal to celebrate this week? As always, we'll start with the how I got in my own way, which is less of how I got in my own way and more of, huh, this is something I learned about myself this journey <laughs> of this past few weeks. And um, that is that I've been traveling a lot, just mostly like in-state and just basically not sleeping in my own bed, Um, going down to Southern Colorado, going up to Breckenridge, going to uh, fiance's parents' house, going to other people's houses to have like dinner, stuff like that. And I'm now like 
I just want to sleep in my own goddamn bed. And it's it, it's it's a very quality problem to have, as as my dad calls them, quality problems, aka a very good problem to have. Um, but I don't know if other slight introverts. I definitely would consider myself an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert. Um, yeah, introverted extrovert. There we go. That's the one I want. That's the one I want. Um, definitely would consider myself an introverted extrovert, where I definitely get a lot of energy from hanging out with other people. But if it's a lot and if it's condensed in a short amount of time, I'm just wiped. And finally, on Sunday, my fiance and I had time to just kind of get back into our normal routine, um, make our breakfast that we do every Sunday, which is delicious. We do like kind of a uh, take on chilaquiles, if you will. It's um, very good. But we had some time to like get back into the zone of things and like watch our favorite TV show and just have a night to ourselves. And I'm so incredibly grateful And of course, to be back in my own bed. Now, the fun does not stop here. We are going back up to Breckenridge again on Wednesday, but it's for fun things and it makes me so excited. Um, We are continuing to look at wedding venues. I'm going to put that in quotations um, because we're looking at a not very non-traditional venue setting, which I'll get into probably in a later episode. For those of you who have been asking, because I've had a few people ask about um, how wedding planning is going and how everything is going with that. It's it's interesting. I I assumed when I when I started this process, okay, like wedding planning is stressful. That's always just how wedding planning is. But one of the things that Brett and I decided on really early, and to be honest, I wouldn't trade this for anything, was what are the values of the wedding that we're wanting to create? And I know this is a very typical life coach thing to do, but honestly, it's very helpful and it really has guided a lot of our decisions as we go through this process. Um, but our values, we we really decided are about ease. See, we like to let things be easy. Ease, joy, peace, fun, and us. And that's something we've we've been taking through this process of now looking at venues and that I was taking through the process of looking at dresses, which is a is not done yet, but could be done if I wanted to, if you catch my drift. But um, I'm I'm really excited. And of course, I'll, I'll let you all know if we do end up finding a finding a place. But wow, I'm just really excited. And then secondly, a goal to celebrate. These are always small goals, big goals, does not freaking matter because we are so bad at celebrating ourselves as perfectionists. And we're so good at going to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then the next thing we know, we have not celebrated ourselves and we don't let ourselves feel the gravity of how far we've come and we just let it be normalized. And that's not the case. We get to celebrate the living crap out of ourselves and tell ourselves how freaking amazing we are on a regular basis because you are. My goal to celebrate this week is actually a pretty big one. And that is a few weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, actually, I mentioned on the podcast I had been chosen to be interviewed for a very large publication, and um, that interview happened, and it it had some back and forth, and um, it really exciting things, but it finally went live as of yesterday. I'm recording this on the 17th, but um, I'm just freaking blown away, (laughs) so blown away, and the responses I've gotten from people 
both family, friends, perfectionists, strangers are is just really, really outstanding. And not only is it a background of how I came to do what I do, it talks about my upbringing, it talks about being bullied as a kid and, and how that really affected my mindset going forward until I really made that huge shift. But I also give a lot of examples, exercises, tools for perfectionists to get over their procrastination, to get past that feeling stuck and into I'm going to do it mode. And the the title of the interview series is literally called How to Get Over Perfectionism and Just Do It, which I think is fucking phenomenal. Um, but I, I talk about at least five. I know there's one question devoted to five things that perfectionists can do. And so I poured my heart and soul into those questions. And I'm just, I'm thrilled with how it turned out and just really letting myself feel the gravity of, of this experience because it's not every day that you're in a major publication. And I should probably tell you what the publication is because I realize I haven't said that yet. It is through Authority Magazine, which is under Thrive Global. Um, they do a lot of work with like BuzzFeed and Entrepreneur, which I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> that's really cool. So um, to check it out. The link is in the show notes. I'm really, really proud of it. And if you like it, share it with a friend or share it on social media or share it on Facebook or another social media platform, whatever, whatever you work. Cause I, I really do believe in my heart and soul that there are many perfectionists and perfectionist adjacent people who could get a lot of benefit out of this. And I'm just, I'm, I'm really proud with how it turned out. So check it out. And then last but not least, before we dive into the meat of the episode, I wanted to remind you all that I have a goal setting course specifically for perfectionists coming super soon. The name of the program is called Goal Smasher. It finally has a name. We made it happen. Hooray. And it is my unique step-by-step system to go from stuck, unclear, and basically shitting on yourself all the time to finally following through on your goal, having that total clarity on what your next step is and being able to say, wow, I'm a badass. This is amazing. And completely free from burnout. That is my number one goal with the, (laughs) see, I have goals too. That is my number one goal with this course is that you are able to take it and really feel empowered about what your goal is. Now, do you need to have a crystal clear goal going into this course? Absolutely freaking not. One of the things I do in the pre-work before we even get into the meat of the modules is I walk you through a really in-depth process and exercise that will help you determine what your goals and narrowing it down to one goal, what they are. And it is it is a tried and true method. I've been using this with my private clients for many years and I've seen them do incredible things like going full-time in their business, um, making 30K in one month, starting passion projects that they've been sitting on for months and years and years and just seeing all of them grow and become this incredible person. It's not about one of the things, I'll spoiler alert, one of the things I talk about in the course is that it's not about just checking something off a list. That's not why we get into goal setting. That's not why we go after goals. It's not to just check something off the list because then we become just skin bags, burnt out human beings that have no passions and have no fulfillment. The reason we go after goals is to become a type of person. And one of the things I've seen my clients do for the years I've been coaching 
is become those types of people long before their goal is even achieved, but it makes it so that they're able to get to the finish line that much easier, that much more fulfilled, that much more joyful. And I'm just, I'm so proud of the things they do. And I'm so excited. This is something I've been wanting to do for years to take that method that I teach them and to put this in this course now for anyone and everyone to learn. So I'm super jazzed. As I said, Goal Smasher is coming soon. But if you want to be the first to know about the release, about what's happening, plus get special bonuses when you join the course, Be sure to click the link in the show notes to get on the list. I am having a special list devoted just to Goal Smasher people who are interested in the program. There is no financial commitment to get in this list. Obviously, this is just to know about the program and know about what's coming and also to get those special bonuses because I think that especially when a course first comes out, to have those little special bonuses and stuff is just like an extra sweet treat and an extra big thank you to you all for for diving in and going in on your goals because this is some big shit. So get your name on the list. Again, link is in the show notes. And if you have gotten the email from my email list that is asking you to go on the list if you're interested, that is the same list. Don't worry about it if you've already done it. But if you have not, click the link in the show notes and it's all there. Alrighty, friends, let's dive into the meat of this episode. Three hacks to help you achieve your goals. Now, We love goal setting on this podcast. This podcast is devoted to helping perfectionists set and follow through. That's the big key word right there. Set and follow through on your goals. To pursue your goals is no easy feat. And a lot of the times perfectionists, we demand this like high expectation of ourselves or we demand, (laughs) spoil, perfection. (laughs) We demand perfection of ourselves on the first try and it can get really intimidating. It can get super overwhelming and it makes us not want to follow through on even step one. So I want to do anything I can to help you guys obviously make this an easier process. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, we make life so goddamn hard on ourselves When in actuality, when we peel the layers back, peel back the onion, if you will, when we do that and make things easier, make things more bare bone, more simplistic, it becomes so much more, first of all, enjoyable. And what is goal setting without enjoying the process? I think that that should just be an underlying must is to just have fun during this process. But it also makes it so you're able to follow through easier more efficient and more faster. Like, because when we're not trying to do all the fluff stuff, when we're not trying to do all the like running around like a chicken with our head cut off all the time, we're able to pare down and really only do the things that, dare I say, move us forward. And we don't have to do any of that fluff shit that keeps us where we're at or even worse, moves us backwards, which can be really discouraging, which by the way, our limiting belief mindset takes advantage of those low motivation, low energy shitting on ourselves moments when it feels like we took a few steps back and it screams at us things like, you're a failure. Who do you think you are? Scroll through social media, see how amazing everyone else is doing and compare yourselves to them and feel like a pile of crap. And because we are in such low energy states, because we are in such a, you know, probably I will listen to whatever because I'm not super attuned to my aligned, my moving forward, my future self mindset, we listen to that limiting belief voice and we let it really diminish our confidence and diminish our self-worth when it comes to going after our goals. 
If this episode's resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help perfectionists get clear on what it is they really want, set goals that will help them get there, and actually follow through and achieve them. If you'd like more information about my program, email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to set up your free discovery call. Now, back to the episode. So I'm really hounding on this, but I want to just invite this you're allowed to make things easy mindset. So I hope that these three hacks will help you achieve that. I hope these three hacks will help you put these in place so you're able to go after your goals with that ease, with that joy, with that, dare I say, excitement and happiness, if you know what I mean. So number one, I have been on this recently. I've been talking about this with all of my clients, basically. And it's the idea of a first draft. Inviting things to be a first draft. Now, perfectionists, obviously, demand perfection on the first try. That's why they're called perfectionists. They have this insanely high, like, shiny pedestal standard that they're trying to live up to, which causes them to, first of all, be hella intimidated, have that imposter syndrome. Probably based off of that, they procrastinate and they think that the best thing that they can do is just go and stay where they're at because why are they ever going to amount to anything? That's a big load of bullshit, by the way, but that's for another podcast. So a lot of what I have been adapting recently is rather than just demanding this high quality, absolutely perfect on the very first try, invite yourself to do a first draft. I'll give an example. One of my clients is creating a uh, coaching program right now, and I'm so excited for him. It's going to be super badass. Once he launches it, I'm definitely going to share it on the podcast, but um he, he's creating this program, and as a part of the program, there's modules and PDFs and stuff like that. And we invited this this first draft method, and he was able to get out of his own head and really just put pen to paper and start with something. And when you start with something, you can adjust, you can, you can make tweaks and changes and move things and keep things and highlight things and bold things and but you have to start with something. And if you don't have a first draft, you don't have a thing to work off of. And so just by switching the language from like, oh, do this to, oh, it's the first draft, it releases the pressure to be perfect. It releases the pressure to have to have this like pristine workbook or pristine course or pristine project or business or whatever it is or podcast, honestly. I've seen a lot of podcasters go through this where it's like they are so intimidated because they're listening to these really high quality podcasts and they're like, well, I'll never be as good as them. I dare you. Go back to the very first episode of those podcasts and listen to them and you will start your podcast that week because no podcast has a good first few episodes. Mine suck. They're not good, but that's because I had to start with something. Those were my first drafts. It was actually called an entirely different show. It had different music. It had a different premise and um, mission. It was just a completely different experience, but I had to start somewhere in order to build to where it is today. And I know that I'm going to be saying that probably a year from now and two years from now. So allow yourself to just create a first draft. That is number one. Number two, Set 
out of your comfort zone tasks in order to achieve your goals during your prime hours of the day. This is one that I say to a lot of people and they're like, oh, oh, um, that's really smart. I never thought about that. I guess that actually does make a lot of sense because a lot of the times, especially when we are first starting a goal or really getting serious on going after a goal, we have a lot of things that are scary to do first or things that are really out of our comfort zone. For example, one of the things I have some of my clients do when they're first going after a goal is outreach, reaching out to people and interviewing them and asking them questions who are experts in these fields. And that can feel really intimidating, really, really intimidating. But what I have them do is I have them schedule those outreach emails, DMs, voice notes, whatever, during the hours of their day when they feel the most focused, when they feel the most on, energized, gutsy, so on and so forth. And that's giving me a different time of day for most people. A lot of people, the majority of people tend to feel that in the morning, basically before they've let the weight of the day, the energy depleting of the three o'clock hour, the social media doom scrolling, before they let that really fuck with their mindset, they like to get into these power sessions and to do all these um, outreach moments in the morning. I'll go ahead and pull back the curtain. That is definitely when my hours are. I typically get up around 5.30 and I read, I write. I actually have some of my best ideas around that hour and I write them down in a, vo- in a um, note on my phone. But my hours of outreach, my hours of being gutsy, I guess, is like is a is a good way of putting it, is really anywhere between seven to nine thirty. It's like really in that that unique hour. Now, does that mean that's the only time I do it? No, of course not. If I need to do it later on in the day, I've now conditioned myself where I'm able to do that. But if you're new to this and you're really new to those majorly out of your comfort zone things, if you're able to schedule them during a time of day, where you're able to make it easier on yourself. Go fucking figure. Now, to be fair, if you're like, um, I have no idea when the fuck my prime hours are, what does that even mean? I wanna go ahead and tell you, I did not find these on the first try. It took me a lot of time, a lot of trial and error, and a lot of adjusting, first drafts, if you will, to find these hours. And it started very differently because when I first started getting into personal development, I was sleeping until noon and like going to bed at 3 a.m. drunk off my butt every night. And um, obviously, once I got into personal development, that life was not really aligning with me anymore. I just I decided to um, move away from that. And I actually ended up getting really happier. And I was like, oh, this is working. So I'm going to keep doing this. But I I started waking up a little bit earlier and that became my prime hour. And I was like, oh, like I'm able to actually get a lot done. I feel really good. And then I started working out in the morning before those hours and being like, oh my God, I feel even better. This feels great. And just over time, those hours have moved up and up and up because those are the times of day that I can get those in. I That's really the only time of day I have to, well, not only time of day I have, it's the only time of day I schedule intentionally to read, to write, to journal. And I love doing it during my prime hours because it really boosts that creativity. So if I'm also doing outreach, if I'm doing any um, interview pitches or if I'm doing, um, I mean, 
podcasting. Hello, it's 9.05 right now. Um, If I'm doing anything that needs a lot more of that focus, I'm going to do it during those hours as much as I can to really help myself feel that good energy, to feel really energized and excited and focused. So this is a big one and I really highly recommend. And again, even if you don't know where your prime hours are, do a first draft of them. Just try something and see if it works. And if it doesn't, try a few different hours. And that's totally okay because if you're trying shit, it's better than thinking about it and totally intimidating yourself and saying you're not going to ever figure it out and then never doing it. So definitely just going ahead and putting one foot in front of the other. And last but not least, number three, listening to books, to podcasts, to speakers, to people, mentors, coaches, whatever, who are experts in the field around your goal. I'm going to give an example first. When I was first wanting to become a runner, I had heard like one of my favorite podcasters at the time was talking about like, oh, like we we decided to become runners and like it's a great time for us to connect and they're a husband and wife and um, they just really were enjoying it at the time. And I was like, you know what? Like if they can do it, like why can't I? Let me try it. And so I started listening to podcasts like the Marathon Training Academy and Runner's World. I started reading articles. I started um, uh, listening to speakers who were big runners and like their experience with how running was always a metaphor for them with personal development. And I realized how much easier it was to stay motivated, how much easier it was to feel like this was a part of my identity and feel like it was a no-brainer. Feel like, of course I'm going to achieve this goal because it's a part of who I am. I love doing this. Because remember, you become what you consume. And I don't mean like consume like yum, yum, yum. I mean consume like what goes in between your ears. That means people you hang out with, that means books you read, that means audiobooks, that means podcasts, that means music, that means anything else that I'm totally forgetting right now. But that means all the things that go in between your ears and affect your brain. When you listen to a bunch of people talking about running 100 miles up and down on a mountain, you start to feel like 5Ks aren't that big of a deal. Now, does that mean I didn't celebrate the crap out of myself? Absolutely not. I totally did because I knew it was a huge milestone for me and I knew that that was part of being a beginner. But what it got me to was realizing that there's so much available within my goals. Now, I did the same thing when I was starting a business. I listened to a bunch of business podcasts and not like them telling me like, you should do marketing this way. I mean, interviews with people who went from nothing to seven-figure businesses. I listened to people who fell flat on their face a hell of a lot, but they got back up and kept trying. I listened to the people who never gave up. And it really, really, really helped me during those first few years, especially when it felt like I was screaming into the abyss most of the time, Um, which if you're there right now, please hear me on this. It does get better. Keep going. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. I know how that feels and it just keep that vision, keep that vision of what you want so strong in your heart because it's coming for you. Please hear me on that. Side tangent over. I'm going to go ahead and pull back the curtain. I'm doing this right now with launching this course. I've never launched a course like this before and I'm both really excited and it's super out of my comfort zone, which is 
awesome. And I love doing shit like that because it's keeping me alive. But I'm doing this with that and reading and listening to podcasts about course creators and watching video tutorials from people who have created courses on like Skillshare and YouTube and stuff like that. But what I'm doing is I'm normalizing the things that are out of my comfort zone so that I can start to get into creative mode rather than fear mode. So I really highly recommend this one. It is so important and becoming a student of what your goal is It also just makes it more fun. You learn more and you're stimulating your brain more, which makes you feel like you're kind of going the extra mile, even though you may be listening to the same thing over and over and over again or the same story or the same message. But it really starts to normalize what is possible so that you're able to get out of your own way and expand your comfort zone without even having to think about it. It's just, it's amazing. That is probably one of the biggest things I've done when it comes to goal setting, and it has changed my life. No shit. It has changed my life completely. So you guys, I hope you found this episode helpful, and just know, again, I keep on hitting on this, but you're allowed to let this be easy. If you feel like it's too hard right now, I urge you. I urge you, well, first and foremost, if you feel like it's too hard and you want help or you want a coach or a mentor and you've liked this podcast, we might be a really good fit. If you feel like that is you and you want to set up a free 30-minute discovery call where we can literally talk about why you feel like it's so hard right now and solve that issue on the call, then go ahead and click the link in the show notes to set up for a free 30-minute discovery call so we can chat about that. Um, Those are some of the funnest things I do. I absolutely adore them. And if you are feeling like you're really feeling fired up on this goal and you want to go the further extra mile, don't forget that the Goal Smasher course is coming out and to sign up with the link in the show notes for the list to be the first to know plus get bonuses because who doesn't love a good extra bonus, which are to come very, very shortly. I adore you guys so much. If you have not already, also share this podcast or share it with a friend, share it on social media. You can also write a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps boost that show up. Or you can just click the five-star button, which, by the way, takes about 0.3 seconds. And it's one of the most helpful things you can do for podcasters. And last, good Lord, we have a lot of reminders on this episode. Last but not least... If you want to check out the Authority Magazine interview, I would be so grateful. And again, it's, yes, there's there's a little bit about me and my background about why I came to do what I do, but there's so much there for perfectionists and when it comes to getting out of your own way. And I just, I urge you to not only read it, but share it with a fellow perfectionist in your life. If you know someone who could really use this information, it is, I'm, I'm blown away by um, what it's already doing for people and it's been out less than 24 hours. So I'm just, I'm so grateful until next time, my sweet, beautiful friends, I will talk to you soon and I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the life coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to go take the free quiz and find out what perfectionist type you are by visiting the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Also, take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus, you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.